Log Talk Radio. Uh, it is Monday, October 21st, 2019, and my brain has finally reset. My name is Toby Brindle. You can also call me the Coffee Man because this show right here is Coffee Time with the Coffee Man. Did a show at right before the show. Just I ended it. My brain malfunctioned. I had absolutely nothing. And if it wasn't for my cool, calm, and relaxed actions, my head would have probably exploded. (laughs) But we are back. It is absolutely a really good time to do a show. So here I am. I thank you for tuning in. If you just found me, I thank you dearly and deeply for tuning in. This show, we talk about anything and everything, a little bit of politics, a little bit of stupid news, everything like that. But what we have in common is me. <laughs> All right, first up, I would go, oh, shoot, I think I screwed up. Apparently, um, hang on, guys, hang on. Okay, today's show is only going to be 15 minutes, so let's get pounding like Ron Jeremy in a porno. Everybody has heard of the latest controversy now of a thing called climate change, where everybody is trying to say, oh, yeah, you got to do this. Oh, yeah, you got to do that. We have to combat against CO2 emissions, blah, blah, blah. But have you ever noticed when we project the future, we always think electricity, right? So everything's automatic. You press a button, lights turn on. You press another button, the TV pops on. You press another button, furniture comes out of the chair. You push another button, and something happens. (coughs) The future has so much power um, demand that what we have now will not compete with what we have planned for the future. I'm choking on my tongue. Dang it. So I seen a meme actually on Facebook, which made me think about what we are trying to predict and trying to do for the future and trying to do it now. For example, people are saying stop using gasoline, stop using diesel, switch to energy vehicles like um inner power whatever but here's a little bit of thing this particular meme has an effect on a state down in the United States of America because there is a power company in California who does rolling blackouts throughout the state or in certain areas to help reduce forest fires because just this power company they have a huge <coughs> percentage of its power lines knocking over starting uh, fires because of the wind so what they're trying to do is they're trying to cut power to help reduce forest fires which is you know a really cool thing to do and I know that you'd rather cut power and have people pissed off in some of the government safety than forking out of your own money to help pay for the cleanup. 
or the cost for fire. But this meme, it said, Welcome to California, the state where we mandate you buy electric cars. Then we turn off the power. It, I just started absolute laughing when I seen this because what do you do? You go to work, come home, you plug your car into charge. What if you're out of power and you never charge that work where that has power? I don't know. People, there's just some things about the future that I am regretting to learn about because of the stupidity of the people now. Here in Saskatchewan, they are slowly going to be phasing out coal power plants, which I kind of can see in a way, but here is one of the interesting things. People are talking about uranium and nuclear power. And of course, you have Chernobyl. You have the nuclear plant over in Japan that more or less held up to like what is it? Almost an eight magnitude earthquake. So of course everybody's like, oh yeah, I don't want the Chernobyl in my backyard. Meanwhile, if you think about it, Chernobyl was done in the 1980s, mid-80s. The technology from the mid-80s to today has increased so much that we could probably take something small and create power with that. What I mean is one of the ideas that the half-parties did release about possible energy plant saying energy not power is to create little nuclear reactors big enough where it's no big than a 40 gallon drum and I guess it produces enough energy to produce a city of say 25,000 250,000 that's a possibility. I don't understand why we couldn't do that. We could take a lot more chances of safety, and it's not as big as, like, an elevator. It's going to be probably a little bit smaller. So I don't know. It's a chance, an opportunity that we need to look into. And me, personally, I'm going to say this now, which is going to be totally different. If it does have a meltdown, but I have no issue with nuclear power. All right. That's kind of mostly on. Um, don't know what that is. Okay. Here's a little bit of dumb news. Dr. Sloppy handwriting kills more than 7,000 people annually. Have you ever noticed that there is really no good handwriting for doctors? It's just a bunch of scribbles. And... Pharmacies, I don't know how they do it. I really don't. And also, when will the time come where we'll take like an SD card or something like that and start using that instead of a notepad? Plug it in the computer, transfer it from the computer to the flash drive. You head over to the pharmacy, you hand the flash drive over to the pharmacist, bam, bam, thank you, ma'am, there you are, giving it back to me. 
I'm still waiting for that technology to happen because I think it's going to be a little bit better and a little bit more awesome if they can combine the two. It is what it is. All right. Something a little bit comical. Russian scientists have learned the hard way not to share a cellular plant with migratory eagles. And what basically this is, is eagles that will fly with weather just like uh, geese. I'm looking at it going, what are they freaking talking about? Because, you know, people are just weird and have absolutely insane... Headlines just to get the clicks. Well, I did figure out what it was by clicking and reading it. So, the Russian scientists have little trackers on these eagles, and as the eagles fly, they'll send not the eagles itself, but the little tracker that's on the eagle will send text messages showing where the location is back to where the scientists are. But what scientists never thought of is the roaming data charges that the eagles will create because they're off path, they're away from a tower, etc., etc. Who would ever think? Because me personally, I would have never known, and I'm not sure if there's another way of beating around the bush but just think the wife's at home honey why is that cell phone five thousand dollars it's a lot of data roaming charges do you have a secret girlfriend no the other piece is hooked up to the, my eagle well she's charging way too much it's like oh my lord we as humans we're just so interesting. I don't even know where to start. Uh, let's see what else. I, I did do an article that was hooked up with the Blitz Morning Show. I was going to tell you the update of a story, but then I thought to myself, no, I better not. Let's just wait until I do the Blitz Morning Show and we can go from there. Because it was quite interesting. All right, in Regina, Saskatchewan, this might be actually the last topic, there was a museum with a safe that was back in, oh God, back in the day, say, 1920s or the early 1900s. And nobody knew the code for it. Everybody tried cracking it just to get in to see if there was something in there. And, of course, if there's something old, mysterious, maybe it was a time capsule, maybe it was money from back in the day, maybe it was something valuable like gold, silver, anything. So listen to this. We had a volunteer that was actually traveling across Canada who had a background in safe cracking who came and spent five hours one time as he passed through again. He spent the last three hours in eventually opening up the safe, which if you took a look at the safe, that thing was pretty damn old. 
And anybody who wanted to see in it is probably excited. All right, so the museum put the call out on October 11th, searching for somebody able to crack a 100-year-old safe, which was locked in 1979, and then donated to the museum in 2001. A now closed furniture business was the last owner of it. (laughs) All right, so if you're trying to figure out what was in it, basically erase all your guesses, and get ready for your hand to smack your head because all that was in it was a paper clip. Yes. A freaking paper clip. How ridiculous is that? A paper clip. All that time, all that effort, all that publicity just for a lousy paper clip. No. Mm-hmm. All right. I guess I have enough time for one more, but when my producer comes on, tells me that there's 90 seconds left, I'm going to get scared the crap out of it, and you know exactly when it is. <laughs> All right. A 12-year-old girl breaks down hysterically after her parents surprised her with their very first cell phone, which was an iPhone. Okay, first of all, ah, the producer came on. Okay, real quick. First of all, a 12-year-old does not need a cell phone, especially an iPhone. You can get yourself a really good Android phone that does the exact same thing, and that's not as expensive. But who am I to guess or talk about because, you know, it is what it is. All right, it has been that time to let you guys take off. We have roughly about a minute left, so if you have any questions, comments, feel free to email us at cookingthecoffeeman at yahoo.com or even follow me on Twitter at coffeeman underscore radio. I will be back tomorrow with more topics, more news, and everything in between. My name is Brendel, and you have been listening to Coffee Time with the Coffee Man. And I will see you later. Peace out. And I told you, this episode will be a lot better than the last episode I had, where my brain malfunctioned and left me in a... (laughs) Oh, my Lord. All right, guys. Peace out.